Comment che, and welcome to Old Men on the Mountain, episode 14. We did 13 episodes, and now it's the 14th. This is the 14th in that order. And uh, in, in case you don't know, this is the podcast where young people tell stories that they may one day tell their kids. I am Jim Hall. And I am Craig Massey. And today we are joined by my good friend and roommate, Rob Wilson. Hi, everybody. Yay, hey. Rob Wilson. Hi, Craig. <laughs> Uh, hi. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. We oh, previously had Rob's girlfriend and my, and also our roommate Lauren. Yeah, that's as true. Well. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. And and, uh, and she she did an excellent podcast. I, and I think so. I, I have, uh, and as as have you as have you done? You guys have done many good podcasts, and now I hope to be. Oh, it's going to be one podcast. Hell yeah! I, I think Lars is one of my favorites, but I think this one might top it. Well, we'll see. We shall we'll have see. to see. Yeah. Hopefully, my story is good. Otherwise, well, yeah, well, that that is probably a key factor. Yeah, <laughs> how this is going to work? You out. Go into yeah. it with confidence. <laughs> Hopefully, you think your story is good at this my, point. My story is the best. Uh, I guess you at least think it's mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel good about this week. You know, I feel like the last number of them, I've just kind of been mailing it in, yeah. <laughs> half-assing it. But I kind of feel like I should try and really try this. Week. You recaptured your passion. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm past like, a game. Yeah, yeah. like fuck yeah. it. You know, I'm just, just gonna go all out, balls deep in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one thing that's kind of interesting is, uh, I guess it was it was spearheaded by Lauren, but uh, me, Rob, and Lauren are currently foster carrying a little dog named Gino oh, this yeah, week. Exactly. And Gino's back at the house right now by himself, so hopefully he's not tearing up our furniture. Yeah, I hope so. But he's uh, well behaved. Yeah. Gino's been a good boy. Yeah, Craig met Gino when Rob took him down to our local watering hole the other day. Mm-hmm. I did. And he's mm-hmm. and Gino's been uh, doing uh, pretty good. Every time we take him out somewhere, he he behaves very well. So it's kind of uh, it's kind of amazing if you're going to foster a dog, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, you you'd think they'd be get, crazy. Yeah, you could get a dog that has, you know, traumatized or have you know physical problems or just pisses all over everything yeah could uh, be an asshole which he did I, I on know. day one he did piss he all did, over the floor he, he did piss all over the floor on day one but i think uh it's just you know he's getting used to being in new surroundings and getting used to being i guess comfortable yeah and, and he uh, and jim yeah. did kind of get wasted together <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Jim, Jim also pissed on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like he just saw what I was doing. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, dog, I think that's the that's the phrase, doggy see, doggy do, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> so he's just trying to fit in, and so that's why he pissed on the floor. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he's been so far very good, and doesn't uh, you know? I, I guess uh, Gina's been a good boy. So that's a good thing to look into. Any yeah. people listening out there that are interested, it's like a good way that you can do a nice thing. You're not necessarily adopting the dog, but you're just. Giving it a nice place to stay till someone else does adopt it. You know, it's it's kind of it's fun. You know, and then eventually, after like a week or two, it's like you don't have a dog anymore. Yeah, and that's cool too. Unless you or, fall in love. Unless you fall in love with the dog. Or you, or you can also you can always take take him back. He can get adopted, and you can get another dog. Get another it's dog. Also, yeah. It's very it's it's sort of uh, the doggy roulette. Yes. A lease. Yeah. yeah. No, no money down. Yeah. Like getting a Kia. Getting a Kia Sorento. Rent to own. Yeah. Rent to own. Exactly. Remember Rent Town? Yeah. I just realized that Rent Town is has rent to own. What is what is Rent Town? Remember those commercials? They'd be like Rent Town. It's like the kind of place where you'd basically it's like oh you can get this couch but you only pay fifteen dollars a month and then you could either give it back. Or keep it once you pay for it, probably three times the cost of the actual thing. Is that like a New Hampshire thing? I don't know. I remember seeing ads in New Hampshire. I don't know if yeah. it was only New Hampshire. Yeah, it's called Rent Town. Yeah, there's rent, and there's rental places like that around here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah there's a, uh, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, there's some place uh, right down the street from here by Fat Burger, isn't there? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, some place like yeah, 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 yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the uh, I was just thinking that made me think about it, though. I've never heard of Rentown. It is really amazing how close in proximity you you guys and I grew up. I grew up in Massachusetts. They grew up in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. But there are still differences. Like, yeah. Like Rentown, you could conceive like. You know, we grew up about a half hour away from each other. You would think that that would be... You would just see it on local we, TV. Red Town would be something, but because we lived across state borders or for whatever reason, there are certain things like that that I am just not aware what of. What about Building 19? Did you have that? No, I never had oh, Building man. 19. But Demoulis. Uh, <laughs> Market what, Basket? What about sales tax? Did you guys ever have that? <laughs> oh, no. no, no. <laughs> we have sales tax. I <laughs> bought my car. That's crazy. I think That's so. where I bought my car. <laughs> bought my, my There's old no car. tax on that car. <laughs> All right. Oh, now I have proof that, that you're. Oh, I guess if you do that legally, there's no, there's nothing illegal about doing that, right? I think, your car in New I think what, if I have, if I end up selling it here or um, um, trading it in, I might have to pay sales tax on it. Oh, I'm not right. looking forward to that. Yeah, that, that sucks. <laughs> be a nice little pay the piper. <laughs> oh, and that'll be an extra two thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but at that point, it won't be worth shit. So. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Exactly. Dri- driving on the ground. Look what I'll do. It'll get all civic. Yeah. Yep. Well, all right. Let's uh, let's take a quick little break, and uh, we'll come back, and uh, we'll let Rob tell us a little yarn. He'll spin us a yarn. I'm That's a story. You a yarn. That that would be story. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Great. And we are back, old men on the mountain, here to welcome Rob Wilson. Tell us a story, please. Go. Okay. Go. Uh, well, this story it involves. This is a story I frequently have told. So, uh, my apologies if anyone in the room has already heard this story. Okay. okay. Um, oh, great. But it's a it's a story that I love to tell, uh, both because it involves uh, aliens, uh, mortal danger, and my family. <laughs> uh, I was hoping so, you would actually tell like, the story. I was hoping. I was like going through my mind of what are the stories Rob might tell. This yeah. is a this is a dandy. Uh, I don't know if I know it's, this. It's good. I don't think you do know it. It's oh, good. good. This is good. Well, it's you know it's a, it only comes up in conversation. If you're talking about aliens, mortal danger, or my family, really, uh, and that's not even brother. yeah, so it's like yeah, specifically John five Wilson. days out of the seven. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, uh, well, let's see. So we all live in Los Angeles, and when I was moving out to Los Angeles, I guess, or you know, when I was even considering the thing, considering the move after graduation, uh, John and I decided to take a road trip across the country. And John bro- being your brother. John being yeah. my sorry. So yeah. I have a younger brother. His name is John Wilson. He's a lovely fellow and <laughs> bit uh, of a jackass. Yeah, a bit of a well jackass. Behaved, but <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. well groomed. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, he is he clean. Is, <laughs> he is clean. Fortunately, unlike me. Um, and he uh, he also lives in Los Angeles. Uh, he went to school out here and. Uh, but being from Massachusetts, you know, he would come home every summer. And the summer after we graduated from college, John and I decided to take a road trip across the country to come out and visit all our family and friends that are sort of spread out across the country and eventually end up in Los Angeles or Portland or Alaska or wherever I was headed. That was a long, yeah, I had a long, yeah. basically three months on the road. But, uh, oh, wow, that's so, awesome. Yeah, it, it was here and there. I mean, I stopped for about a month in Los Angeles. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was sleeping on floors and couches and anything. So, it, but but you know, we made many stops along the way, and we took about three weeks and drove across the country and visited a lot of our friends. And you know, 
sort of as we got started on our trip, we pulled out the map and we started like pinpointing places we could go to visit. And we started just thinking about, well, do we go south or do we go north? At what town do we go through? And we started looking closely at the map once we got to the sort of southwest United States because we knew a few people there. We had a friend in Phoenix and we had some family living in Austin, but between there, we didn't really have any places to go. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot started, of desert. Yeah, there's, a lot there's of no places. Yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, there's yeah. nowhere to go. <laughs> and so we started had to think about like, well, like, what are we going to do? And so we looked closely at the map and we figured out, well, okay. So let me just take a time out for a second and just did you guys ever watch the X Files oh, when you guys yeah. were kids? Yes, yes okay, definitely so, loved it. So for all the you know, John and I grew up watching the X-Files. We loved that show. And so we became somewhat interested in, you know, the alien lore, you know, the alien uh, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. I especially, I don't, I, you know, I shouldn't love my brother into this, although he is perfectly geekish. Uh, maybe not just... Not we've discussed Star Trek. I don't want to... I don't want to... Yeah, we've yeah, discussed yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, John, John, John and I are both avid Star Trek fans. I have to out him and myself. <laughs> Publicly. He gave us the, uh, let us borrow the uh, the two-tape set of Best of Both Worlds from Next Generation. <laughs> exactly. When, when Picard gets turned into Locutus. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. He got assimilated. Yes, yeah, exactly. X-Files, my favorite one is uh, just a, a, a shout-out, a recommendation. Right. It's called Jose Chung's From Outer Space. Really? Take a look at it. It's real good. I think it's in season two or three. It's awesome. Good standalone episode. I have not gone back and watched that show pretty much since it like went off the air, which is too bad. I mean, I really, I never even saw the movie. But I heard the movie sucked. I, yeah. I, I heard, especially the most recent movie was really bad. Yeah. I heard the first movie. I feel like the show probably liked the movie. I think. But, yeah. yeah. Fight well, the future, man. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. well, anyway, okay. So we we're really into this, and then there were two places that we saw on the map that we that occurred to us to go visit in the southwestern United States. The first place was Roswell, New Mexico, which is sort of in the alien lore is this place where in the fifties it was believed that an alien spacecraft crash landed in yeah. the desert. And then the government showed up and started telling, after basically all these news reports went out that an alien had crash landed, the government comes in and says, no, 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 it was a weather balloon. But, like, people don't recall seeing, you know, I don't recall yeah, all yeah. the facts, but basically, like, it was, you know, it's sort of like the... That's know, like the, the holy grail of the aliens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. that's exactly where it all... Yeah. Yeah, I've heard conspiracies, I've heard stuff, the theory being like, well, actually it was a spy satellite and the government started the rumor that it was an alien to get people away from what really happened. Or maybe, you know, it's like, it could be yeah. five layers of bullshit attached to <laughs> yeah, yeah, Smokes exactly. and mirrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so that was a place we wanted to visit. The other place we wanted to visit, and it's a little bit more well-known to sort of kids our age, even if they don't watch the X-Files or know anything about it, because it... Here, it was heavily featured in the movie Independence Day. Oh, yes. Is mm-hmm. Area 51. Mm-hmm. Area 51 is supposedly the secret base. I mean, it's not, the, it's not a secret base. It's on an Air Force base. Uh, there's actually, it's actually called Area 51. It actually exists, but nobody knows what's behind it. And in Independence Day, there was, basically it was the place where the government had all the alien technology they'd ever captured over the years, and they get... Bill Pullman, President Bill Pullman, yeah, President and, Will, Bill. and Will Smith to come to visit Dr. Brent Spiner. Yeah, I was going to say, of, oddly data, enough, yeah, yeah, data. Yeah, data, <laughs> data uh, who is the guy who runs Area 51 in the movie. So that's like the, that's what this place is just, I, the idea is that this is a, you know, a huge warehouse science, you know, foundation <laughs> yeah. where they basically. What do you want from us? 
Yeah. Die. <laughs> die. <laughs> or a punch for a girl. Yeah. But yeah, and then he punched that alien in the face. Yeah. Or my favorite part of the movie, when Will Smith finally got into the uh, to the spaceship yeah. and then said, I gotta get me one of these. <laughs> yes. It's like, like, you did not just try to shoot me down. He's <laughs> like dragging his like, Smith. It's like, Flying millions of fucking miles across the United States, across the universe, and he's like dragging the alien in his parachute. <laughs> yeah, the desert's like, it's hard to carry your heavy ass. Oh man, so oh, good. Man. I, I can't love wait till I punch out an alien. Dude, I love that movie. I have to be honest. It may it may not be that good, but it hits me right in the heart. It gets I you like, right. It gets yeah, you right here. Yeah, it gets you here. I was, pointing, pointing, I was pointing out below my jaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a one bolt. Yeah, yeah. I do That's what it. I want. So anyway, so Area Fifty One is is a place of great lore, both yes. for my brother and I, but also just like anyone who's in. Well, for it, kind of it does exist, but it's not even on a map. Like even that area is blacked out. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, well, what does the government not want me well, to see this yeah, here? It's like, like fly people in there or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's basically it's it's on uh, what actually exists. It's on an air force base called Nellis Air Force Base, which is north of Vegas. It's about an hour right. north of. It's Vegas. like behind in, mountains and stuff. Right? Yeah, so. it's in Nevada. It's in Nevada, but the airspace is closed. You mm-hmm. can't even actually fly over it, like below whatever thirty thousand feet, or even at you know without the government coming after you. Yeah. So it's completely, completely closed to the public. They don't let anybody in. I mean, I don't know the specifics of it or, you know, it's like, obviously I've never been to it or been in the Into base. it. Yeah. In, yeah. Into it. But the, but anyway, so my brother and I saw, thought this would be a fun idea. It's like, where is Nellis Air Force Base? Where is Area 51? We should go check out Area 51. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it just, it, there's a lot of lore attached yeah, to why it. Why not? And the why not? And it's like, and we were on our way. It's, you know, an hour north of Vegas or maybe a couple hours north of Vegas. And, you know, we were staying in Phoenix, and that was the only place we had to go besides go to Vegas. It's a good little brother and bonding trip. Yeah, it was didn't something have any, cool to do. Didn't an have any, yeah. yeah, and you didn't yeah. have any chicks weighing you down with their common <laughs> sense. Or yeah, exactly. No one to tell us that that was a dumb idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... So we drive. So we drive north. We hike north. We actually camped out in the desert that night, and we showed up in the middle of the night at this campsite north of Vegas, and and it was like it was pretty cool. Place. It was no, it was it was it was not that bad. It was just like a new campsite, okay. really. It was like you know, it was an inner you know whatever uh, government monitored like a, a state park. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. stayed in it. We stayed into it, but we show up and it's like sixty degrees outside, and it's kind of cold. And we bundle up and we get in our tent and we camp out because so we did a little camping on our road trip. And we wake up, and at eight in the morning, it's a hundred. It's like a hundred degrees outside, <laughs> yeah. and it's immediately the sun is like beating us down. And we realize we decided to camp out in the middle of the desert <laughs> yeah, in Nevada, in the middle of the summer. Is that the thing too? You wake, wake up, up in your tent, and it's like a hundred million degrees yeah, inside the we're tent, just like it's dripping just like, in sweat, oh. starting at eight in the morning. I'm wearing a sweater, sweater. And so, That's okay, terrible. so so we load our stuff in, and we are just we stink, we are soaked. We're soaked with our own sweat. We're just not feeling good physically, but we're excited about the trip to Area 51. So this is the way we figured out the, you know, the way it's supposed to go. You're supposed to drive to a small town called Rachel, Nevada, which is basically just a trailer park with a restaurant. Okay. And you drive yeah, up And that's there, also the post office. And that's also the post office. Yeah. It is, uh, and it's the place where every dumbass... Who wants to go to Area 51 stops. Yeah. And you go up there and they have all this kitschy alien crap. Like I visited Area 51 lighters and t-shirts and like stuff right, like right. that. You know, they're totally milking this. American apparel. Yeah. And the, yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah. I wish I wish it was as this is and this is saying a lot. I wish it was as classy as American apparel, which uh, is also not 
which is not particularly classy, but this place is like literally like a shack with a fryer and, you know, one woman who works behind the counter and all this like stuff that they like look like they mail ordered off the internet. Right, you know right. I mean? And then broken dreams shattered yeah, all over the ground exactly. surrounding the area. Yeah, and the, the sign the says Boulevard, Rachel Nevada, popula- human population like 450 alien population question. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's totally. And there's like, you know, there's like alien signage everywhere. And people have like graffitied alien things everywhere. There's also a, there is a, a time capsule left by the crew of independence day in the town. Oh, wow. that says like, and there's a bit, it says ID four on it. Remember the ID four yeah, like, thing. Mm-hmm. And it's set, and it's actually like, you can open it up and, uh, and it's supposed to be like, open it up. At in 2050, when aliens will probably have already landed, and everybody knows aliens exist. But anyway, I should really get to the the movie. I don't want to sidetrack you too much, but was Roswell kind of the same way? They have a lot of no Roswell. Roswell, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, 100% kitschy shit, stupid alien. Well, there were more like museums, and it was a little bit more public. It's actually really legitimate. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a little bit more of a tourist trap than this Uh, place was. I mean, it was like this place is in the middle of nowhere. Roswell, you would not be driving through Rachel Nevada. You might be, but you wouldn't. Yeah, Roswell is a fairly large town that you could find yourself in if you're driving through. Right, it just happens to be interesting. It just happens to be interesting. These people. Uh, Rachel Nevada is, like I said, a trailer park with a restaurant. It's really, <laughs> right. there's, there's no really, reason to go. No, there's no yeah. reason to go there unless you're trying to go to the area right. that you want. Um, so we get our little pamphlet that basically explains like how you get to Area 51. And you don't actually go to Area 51. I mean, it's just, you actually just drive up to the front. Like as close as you could possibly get. You drive up to the front and if you're familiar with the lore, there's this well-known sign that says like, uh, says no trespassing lethal force authorized you know it's like all these people that get these like area <laughs> 51 signs that yeah. say like they're like you know it's like a, i think like i've a seen your sign. picture of that yeah you send that to me we'll go put put it on the little website uh, you should have yeah. stole that sign yeah, yeah well <laughs> yeah well uh, here's let me tell you why we didn't <laughs> so we, so so okay. we we get our little pamphlet and the pamphlet's like okay backtrack down the highway eight miles at a at a white mailbox, turn right onto a dirt road. And it's like, we're driving in my sedan. Like, not a big deal. But we are like, we drive back down, and it's in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's a two-lane paved road, which I guess is technically the highway, but it's not, you know, obviously not anything. The only and there's road. nothing. I mean, it's like, uh, and you turn right and onto this dirt road, which they say is a farm, but who knows? And they say, like, okay, now drive three-quarters of a mile till you get to a black mailbox. <laughs> Don't turn left at the black mailbox. That's someone's private property. Turn right at the black mailbox onto this other dirt road. And so at this point, we've been <laughs> off the road for at least a mile, off paved roads, off, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, for at least a, a mile. And so then we turn and we're finding ourselves in this now you drive like seven miles on this dirt road. And we're <laughs> driving and, you're, and right we're there. in the middle of the desert of Nevada. It's basically like the way I describe it is it's like a prehistoric lake basin. So it's like oh, the, yeah. the road is on one side of them, is like right up against the mountains on one side, and we're driving across the lake basin towards this mountain range in the distance. It basically, this is how the pamphlet reads. It's basically like, okay, you're now on government, pro- you're now approaching government property. Lethal force is authorized for them to shoot you if you cross the border. Do not cross the border. <laughs> the minimum that will happen is you will be arrested and fined five thousand dollars. You could spend three. You could also spend thirty days in prison for, for trespassing onto government property. Wow! 
and it's like and it's like pretty clear cut. Like, they're, <laughs> they are can- it's like they're basically there are cameras everywhere. Like, do not mess around. These people will see. Yeah, this isn't a joke. This like, is not a joke. Yeah. This is no. This is, do not play around. The police, the, the military police, will not laugh when they find yeah, right, out who you are. Right. They will put you in prison. And and so okay, and we're and we're driving in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a desert. There's not a person around as far as the eye can see, and I'm starting to get like freaked out but, right. because who knows? Especially with all these warnings from the things. What I don't want to do is drive yeah, past too far. Drive too far. Accidents <laughs> yeah. like every once in a while, I'm like, wait, was that the sign that we missed? He's like, it's, it's, a, it's a little like painted rock that you drove yeah, past, and that's the border. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm like, what's gonna happen? And so and and tensions building and tensions building, and we're just driving and heading for this mountain range, and and also they also say there are. There are vibration sensors in the ground that you can that so they can hear you coming before they see you coming, and that you maybe they, somebody can see you, but they know you're coming. Right, they, right. They know you're approaching on this road, and also and, to make sure those giant worms don't get them. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. We'll just climb up on a big. Well, they've got to fight <laughs> off. They have yeah. to fight off the tremors, of yeah. course. So the we so we just driving along. I'm really starting to get freaked out and. We don't really know what's happening, and we're kind of like, okay, okay, are we going to see a sign? Are we going to miss the sign? We're starting to get worried, and then <laughs> exactly what I did not want to see happens. From behind the mountain range, uh, F-1, F-16 fighter jet, <laughs> Jesus, fly, pulls up. It basically, like, we're looking straight in the distance and straight ahead of us, behind the mountain range, an F-16 fighter jet pulls up, and it's coming towards us, and it just flies. I mean, it's not... Right overhead, but it's there's just one, and it's flying overhead. And okay, that's a little weird, and we're a little confused as to what it's doing there. And we're just kind of still going. We're like, okay, hopefully, don't be weird, don't be freaked out. And then, so <laughs> don't do anything like, weird, dude. So, so if, don't stop, <laughs> don't like, turn off the road. It's like it's a, a cop behind you, except it's an F- <laughs> 16 fighter jet. Like, like, whoa, okay, with both hands in the wheel, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, two. and John, John is John is driving, and I am like the just worst. Change lanes, yeah, it's like, slow lane. Yeah, <laughs> so you, the worst backseat driver in me is coming out right now yeah. too, because like John is driving, and I'm like, okay, John, don't move. Okay, <laughs> what's gonna happen? He's like, oh my god, oh my god, and so the thing flies over. So it flies over us, and it loops around back behind us, and then it's sort of off to our left and flies across us and it's like flies left to right so it's over. buzzing you now and, or, or so, so I, mean, I, no one, I mean no one came up and said I don't want to like speak too much to it but like with our imaginations basically freaking us out we don't know what's on the other side of the mountain we're going to Area right, 51 right. this is like the most yeah. secret theoretically right, right. the most secret place the government could possibly have I mean like our, our imaginations yeah. are going crazy like a and $20 million dollar vehicle yes. that seems to be only be trying yeah, to make contact with, with you. Yeah, exactly. yes. And we don't know, we doubt that we doubt their intentions are benign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't really know what's yeah. happening. You know, I don't want to say that we know what's happening. Expensive. Yeah. Yes. So, exactly, exactly. I mean, this is... This is their the helmets the, cost $60,000 <laughs> like yeah. just for helmets. Yeah. And, and they're all targeting and they're they're locking in on us. Lasers and So this is like the thing. So it flies across us and then it loops around back behind us again and ter- starts flying towards us. And at this moment, like in my head, I just imagine a rain of bullets. Just like, you know, like, you know just... The next thing you know, it's tracer bullets. <laughs> just like, 
He's like, <laughs> it's flying around behind us. We can see it. I'm like looking. John's driving forward, keeping his eye on the road, and I'm looking out the back window and seeing this F-16 fighter jet kind of coming. And I just imagine getting like, like, like hmm. and it's like the bullets come down like, boom, and the car explodes. And just like the government comes and cleans us up and we're never, we're never <laughs> yeah, again. It's yeah. like I hadn't talked to my parents that it's day. Like, what happened to my boys? Like missing. Yeah, it's like exactly. The bodies were never yeah. found. Some, yeah. Somewhere between Phoenix and Los Angeles, yeah. Rob and John Wilson disappeared, never to be heard from again. Yeah. Like they didn't. That happens. I don't, I don't think anybody knew that we were going to be trying to do this today. So we were just trying to be. I don't know. We were trying to be careful, but we were freaked out. Oh, and man. and so and it flies over us and it just go and then it goes back down behind the mountain and lands. I'm like, that's it. And at this moment, we freak out. It's like, the thing is trying to, it's like, they just sent an F-16 fighter jet to make sure we were cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's our imagination. It's like, they didn't know. It's like, because you never know. Maybe they think, maybe they think, well, it could be a terrorist. Could be anything. And then they looked at my Volkswagen Passat and they were like, oh, it's just a bunch of stupid college kids trying to visit. (laughs) Should we bust them for weed? Now they got plenty here. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? They just like so so, that's it. And it's like, but we are like just sufficiently spooked, and we so we we get to the mountain range, and basically the road turns sort of into a little valley in the mountain range, and you go into the mountains, and they're not huge mountains, but it's like they're hills, and it's like, and they say, now look on your left and right, and you'll see cameras on tripods sitting there focusing on you, and so we <laughs> turn into the thing, and there are like. Moving cameras like tracking us as we as we move down. That blue light you see is scanning your DNA. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And we're like, okay, this is getting weird. And we start. You're not a silo. Yeah. Yeah. And we see the sign in the different in the distance, and we start to get up to it. And we're about 15 feet away, and I'm just like, okay, John, stop. Like, do not even. We're not even pretending that we're going to try and get up close to this thing. So we basically like. Well, what does the sign say? Was the sign? No. Right. No, it's like the, the sign. I mean, the oh. quote unquote, the, the signs, the entrance, the, the do entrance, not cross, the this, do line. Not cross yeah. this line, the sign that basically that everybody knows this is no trespassing, legal right, force right. authorized, Area 51, you will, like, whatever. And you pull up, you pull up, and we stop, and we start just, like, we start taking pictures, and we, you know, take pictures of the signs from as close as we can get. We sort of, like, you know, work our way out to the camera, but we're not tr- you know, up to the signs, but we don't want to do too much. And we're reading the pamphlet, and the pamphlet says, you might see white unmarked SUVs. Do not be confused. These are not other tourists checking out Area 51. These are military police sitting there waiting for you to cross the to cross the border. And we look in the distance just behind the sign and is the white <laughs> the unmarked <laughs> SUV sitting in the distance just chilling there watching us it's like up on a hill and we just know that his eyes are you know like right wow. on us. and we're sitting there and, and it's just like and you know we're just like taking pictures of the taking pictures of the sign and we're just like looking around and just like and we want to get up but at this point we've been buzzed by an f-16 fighter jet and the pamphlet's basically saying if you cross the line they can shoot you no questions asked you know what i mean that's it and so we're sufficiently freaked out and and at that point, we've just we basically driven about an hour off of the road mm-hmm. to take a picture of this sign. Of a sign. <laughs> take a picture of we can sign. kill you. In the middle of a <laughs> desert with nothing. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. <laughs> right. I mean, the, basically, the road continues off and turns, and, like, you don't see it. Right. There's nothing. You don't see buildings. You don't see anything. And what we do is we just, at that point, we're just like, so what do we do? And we just like, I guess 
to go. Because we leave. We just, so we get back in the car, and we do a three-point turn right in front <laughs> yeah. of the sign, and we just drive away. And, like, we drove all the way out there and got nothing but a couple pictures of a sign and some stupid Area 51 lighters on our trip to Area 51. <laughs> they still work. Yeah, it's, they, they still, still yeah. Actually, they do Weirdly, still work. Yeah. They do, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. Wow. Okay. So it must be some sort, of, some sort of alien technology. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, you know, it's like, so we, Area 51 is possibly the least exciting tourist destination that you could possibly find, but we had possibly, I've, I recall a few times in my life I've ever been so scared. Yeah, or like my own and suspenseful. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the kind of shit that's like that you get locked up in some prison underground forever kind of thing and no one ever hears from you kind of thing. Yeah. You never know what that's you, Yeah, you never... It's like we... I mean, the, your imagination... Like I said, your imagination's already running wild. You're already thinking there are aliens on the other side of this. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? That there are, you know, the aliens and the, you know, top secret is this, like, super ultra-secret double classified information on the other side of this hill that the government does not want us to go visit and... All John and I felt possessed to do was drive out and take pictures of a sign. It's like, that's it. Like, that's our idea of visiting Area 51. Well, I think and you, you yeah. took it to the legal limits. Yeah, yeah exactly. really, you, you did take it to the limit. <laughs> yeah. You, and that was totally extreme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could have gotten a little bit, we could have gotten 10 feet closer to the sign. <laughs> yeah. Without, without technically, that would have been pretty extreme, but I think we were not about to play around. After getting buzzed by an F-16 fighter jet, we're just, I just, and, yeah. you know, to this day, it's probably, you know, like I said, I'm constantly freaked out about it. And anytime oh, anyone brings up they Area 51, it's like, let me tell you. Honestly, <laughs> I, feel, I feel a little strange living with you now. I feel like they know about me now, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like um, They know. No, they do know. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll answer that question. Yeah. yeah. And then John and I lost a half hour. We don't know what happened. We saw the lights. It was weird. We had just eaten lunch next thing we knew. It was, it was yeah. sundown. We woke up in Vegas. Yeah, we were yeah. <laughs> woke up in a hotel room in Vegas. All our stuff was gone. Like, ass hurt. Yeah, really? exactly. yeah. It felt pro. Yeah. Well, underwear on backwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pubic hair shaped. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember doing that. It's yeah. bizarre, you know. I guess, you know, what happens in Vegas? No, I, don't, I, I don't know. So, so I guess... Yeah, what happens in Area 51 never happens. Yeah, it never happens. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so wow. that's the... So that is the story with which... A grand adventure. I, I like that story. I've heard that story before, but now, not with so much detail. So I'm, I'm glad to hear... Uh, this is the definitive That's like the definitive... That's, that's, that's yeah, the, the Criterion Collection. Yeah, the Criterion. Yeah, exactly. The director's commentary. Well, until the Blu-ray comes out, and then we do it again. Yeah. Well, I prefer we HD recorded. DVD. <laughs> okay. Oh, so okay. I'm still I'm still got my fingers crossed on that technology. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> Hold that hope. Yeah, I got a hundred of these units. You gotta move them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh well, shall we take a break? Yeah, let's take a quick sure. little break. All right. Hey, right, good job, Robbie. Thank you. Welcome back. It is now time for Craig to do his thing. Do it, Craig. Okay, I'm. Uh, let me interrupt you. I have oh, well, I'm sorry. Just, I just no, wanted to I'm say, I'm used to it. No. <laughs> yeah. no, I just want. I just, yeah, I'm sure you are. The uh, no, I was just going to say that I, I, I think that it should be pointed out that we never, we haven't mentioned yet on the podcast that the three of us used to live together mm-hmm. for a long, for a long time. That's true. Yeah, uh, and and uh, that you guys gave me my first real apartment in city that was like at post rob moving to la uh you know i jumped around through a couple 
beds in a couple places. I lived in like three different places in five months. And then June, well, I was the czar of apartments. Yeah, I got you your place at Marin's place. Then. Yeah. Yes. And then he got me the place here. And so Jim and I have lived together for a very long time. Craig mm-hmm. has since moved on and out and grown up. Yeah, I have a, he's a big, he's a better boy. Things. I got a, you know, I'm right down the street from you guys. You know, it's I just true. got my own he place. Moved, he hasn't moved that far. I just needed some more space. He's such a sweet boy. Actually, <laughs> he tried to move far away from us. Then we kind of like just crowded him. Like, yeah, exactly. We were like, oh, Craig lives on Kenmore Street? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so, no, I just, but I thought it would be worth uh, pointing that, that out. That is true. Thought, no, it's, I, nice, it's, it's a great reunion. Yes, yeah. it, it is. A nice little, a nice little good for sharing us. of drinks among old yeah. friends. And we're all still, yeah, and we're all still friends and, and good friends. Yes, certainly. Well, I suppose I'll just tell the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, so sorry. I like no, this is, without, no, this is like this is an interactive story for all because it's. I have two anecdotes about a certain thing. I think everyone has gone through, but okay. um, feel free to tell your own stories about the subject. Okay, and the subject is gym class. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, I haven't done gym class or done anything. I never liked it in, in middle school. Up until high school, like I tried to avoid it, you know, I was a little heavier and I just like wasn't good at that shit. Um, so later in life, you know, like I go running a lot and, you know, I like to, you know, I, like, I was rock climbing later in high school yes. and mm-hmm. um, more, but more like my own pace of athletics. Yeah. Um, so, Individual athletics. Yeah. So like, what did you guys think of gym class? Um, in general, I thought it was pretty fun. I thought some of the high school gym classes were stupid. Although I took one gym class in high school called Net Sports when I was a senior, mm-hmm. and it was incredible because it, we it was all senior elective, so like everybody kind of wanted to be there, so it got mm-hmm. really competitive and it was really fun. But I'll tell a story about that some other day. It was actually there was some funny shit that happened. Oh, okay, yeah. I found gym class to be. I mean, I enjoyed a level of competition because you know that was fun. But I mean, I was certainly not one of the jock guys in high school and so certainly I was you know I, I, I wouldn't say I, I wasn't exactly uh, singled out for my lack of athleticism well but, you're a tall but, guy you're a big yeah, guy yeah and mm-hmm. so there are certain things that I could do I mean obviously when we would play you could rebound they, pretty well yeah exactly you know it's like the, I was actually the tallest guy in high school for the first two years of high school so like that was and I hit my growth spurt I was six foot three when I was uh, 14 wow so like oh, yeah shit. so I was Big. I'm still uh, waiting to be six foot three. Big, yeah. My mom tells me that Don't I'm gonna breath. be that tall someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your mom says a lot of things. Yeah. So, so I mean, so I enjoyed it, and there was a level of athleticism that I could compete at, but I never, of course, not being you know being one of those sort of more nerdy, theaterish, techie-ish guys that you know it wasn't it was a priority as, for you. Yeah, it was not a priority for me. So I found, although Jim, although I did. I never hated it so much. It just wasn't quite my thing. You would have loved one thing we did in gym class in high school. We had this big gym. They, they called it the big gym. That had like it was literally four basketball courts wide. Okay, huge. And we used to play ultimate frisbee in there. It was. Great. I would have loved because with I, no wind, you could get some. You could really like hum some passes like the whole length. It was I did. Awesome. I did play. I did. I was co-captain of my ultimate frisbee team, but it was an intramural. Uh, team and it, we did not really, you know, we competed in some tournaments and stuff like that and uh, failed. All the time. <laughs> so we were not very good. That was like the one I was good at ultimate frisbee when we played it in middle school, and I was really? okay at the the indoor street hockey, and actually yeah, very yeah. good at dodgeball. However rotund I was, I was <laughs> <Yeah>. quick. <laughs> um, Crafting, you were fast fatty. No, there was one time when I was, like, I was, I was a fast fatty. <laughs> You know, like how wily, you know, like I had, I had good uh, twitch, uh, you know, yeah. nerve endings, um, twitch muscle uh, re- replies, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, but 
there was. I don't think you're fatty, Greg. Oh no! I've since lost that weight, yeah. gained it, lost it again. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, but um, but uh, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. To get uh, to get more in in detail and, and to be more coordinated was something that uh, I was not good at, um, mm-hmm. and especially at games like basketball, you know, football, um, anything like that. Like I would I would get so caught up in the physicality of it that I would forget the rules and shoot in the wrong basket and it was not good um and I just remember this one time we were playing football in middle school out in this like you know the out behind the school in the big field during class and like no one was you know guarding me I was like right. slow and um you know to a certain point like I could go like fast for maybe 10 feet but then I would just lose all my energy. right right, right. Um, so I was not a force to be reckoned with <laughs> right. so that actually put me in like prime position a number of times during the game where I was wide open like you know I couldn't like play defense and run to the other side so once my team got the ball you know and like so I was still kind of run back so I was totally in scoring position so I saw this one guy um on my team, he was a really good athletics guy. Later, he became a Marine, and then uh, uh, Joe Frieda. Yes. And uh, uh, Joe had a, a reputation as being kind of like a rough-and-tumble dude. Yes. I was, I was, And a lot of people were, like, scared of Joe. I always liked Joe. He was always really nice to me. You know, I did, too. I was scared of him until third grade, and he befriended me for some reason. Yeah, like, I mean, and, like, he's a good guy. He was, like, you know, destined like, since, like, second grade, like, you always say, like, you know, I'm going to be a Marine. This is what he is. And, like, in a Marine, is like a physical kind of crazy dude, and that's what yeah. Joe is, but always really nice. So he saw he's me. funny, too. Yeah, really funny. Um, and, 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 yeah, and I, th- I think he got married recently in the last oh, really? couple of years. Congratulations, um, yeah. Joey. Congratulations, Joe Frieda. Yeah. Um, and congratulations. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> from Rob Wilson. Yeah, I don't, I don't know this guy. But... Um, so he saw Sorry, me man. open in the in, near to the end zone in a football game. We're like playing with a Nerf football. So he's like, Craig. So he <laughs> launched it across the field like like a Joe Namath, like whatever, like miracle pass. It was yeah. like Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Yeah. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, this is my one chance. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be great. Like, I'm just going to get this one foot, like this one touchdown. Everyone's going to finally like me. Yeah, yeah. It's like all I need. You have this one thing to like, make a nice turnaround. Yeah. So, so I see the ball coming towards me. I put my hands up in the air, like not knowing how I'm going to catch it. I'm like, no, this is just what's going to happen. Yeah. Of course, as the ball comes down. <laughs> Perfect pass <laughs> by the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Perfect like, and good, good job, Joe. <laughs> the ball goes right through my outstretched hands and smashes me right in the face. <laughs> Bounces off my face, and I just get knocked backwards onto my ass. Aww. And everyone's just looking at me like, no, no. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's like my, like, gym class athletics in a nutshell. Yeah. Another time. Right in- place. Yeah, yeah, right place, smashing the face. Right place, right time, wrong Craig. Yeah, wrong person. Yeah, wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then another thing about gym class was, which is always weird for me, is when you had to get changed and like that, like certain when you get up into middle school, like oh, they're gonna make us take showers or whatever. And I don't know. I always felt that. In our school, they never did make us take showers. No, no. Even never in high did. school too, but some yeah. schools they did. Yeah, I, think. I, I never. I mean, not for me. I don't know. I can say that I. I think along with me and pretty much every other dude, we had like gym clothes that were like 
never wash for like three oh, months. Yeah. <laughs> the same pair of shorts and t-shirts wore every fucking class. Yeah, yeah I wonder if like really as gross. like teenage males. What's wrong with us? Like as kids don't really like kids kind of smell like kids and sometimes they can right. smell bad but it's not like their body are making bad odors. Yeah, they'll smell like dirt And maybe, like we but they... can like as, as guys now are like, you know, late 20s men like one day without a shower like smell really Oh, you bad. know it. Yes. You know it. I wonder if we just didn't even notice it when we were teenagers, if we was still like in a... As we get, as we get older, we get exponentially Smellier? more smelly. It's possible. I don't know. Because um, we, yeah. we wouldn't take showers at gym class. i just, you know, throw some deodorant on there and call it a day. But sometimes you still be sweating in the next class. That yeah, sucks. Yeah, that was no good. Yeah. Yeah. Bad time. Yeah, bad times. Um, but speaking of smells, that actually goes into the, the next gym story I had. So we went on a February vacation or... You know, spring break, March vacation, whatever it was mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. When I came back into school, it was freshman year when I actually had to take gym class before I was done with that elective or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, um, or that requirement. I came in, put on my clothes, and I smelled something really bad. And I was like, Ugh, like, who is that? Or like, what, is someone dying here? <laughs> and like, I went and. Is there like, a dead I, body? And lying like, I smelled. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. I mean, it turns out there was a dead body. No, yeah. there wasn't. Yeah. Um, but uh, I and I smelled my shirt and it smelled horrible. I was like, "Ugh, it's me! It's me!" <laughs> it's me. Like, and yeah. and it wasn't because I hadn't cleaned it or whatever. Like, it was it was that someone had left a milk carton, oh. a full milk carton oh. that they opened up and they just left it underneath my locker, like in an empty locker. So it just spoiled oh. over. That's classic prank. Yeah. A classic prank. Was classic it? Wasn't it a prank? I mean, I, just I don't just know. I feel like well, I heard of doing that before. You take a little. One of the little single serving milk yeah. cartons, yeah. and you put it in someone's locker over vacation, and then it'll, like, theoretically, it's supposed to spoil enough that it'll make it explode. That's what oh, I've heard. I've never yeah. seen it happen. I've just heard. That. I don't know. Maybe it did explode. I don't. I, I mean, it smelled horrible. It, well, I think it, well, if my clothes smelled bad in one in the locker next to it, like right. imagine, you know, I didn't. It didn't stick around. So anymore. someone did it to you, or someone did it to a locker next to yours? And well, it, there were these cubby lockers. There was a bunch. Of, oh, for gym feel, class. I don't feel like I was singled out. I just got no, no. So crossfire, well, or someone just being a dick. The version to that I heard, people as they could. Well, the version I heard was putting it in your, your real locker, like the. Oh no! In our high school, we had those lockers that were like super tall. In skinny though, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh no, no, these were the gym lockers, right? Right, yeah. The little ones, yeah, the, the two st- two story lockers. The ones mm-hmm. that are we even had, like, oh, it was like it four like, stories. They're like cubes, like, uh, yeah, because you're only putting in some like sneakers and shorts. You know, it was mm-hmm. like All right. not your real yeah. locker. So I mean, that was just it, I smelled bad. I eventually like I just I was like I can't do this. I can't be a part of this class. Like I went up <laughs> to the teacher, like the the gym teacher, and uh, I was like. Um, like I, I don't think I, I smell horrible. I don't have any other clothes, and I think I got like a demerit still. Like because gym right. teachers don't understand like actual interpersonal <laughs> they don't get things. It. Like suck it up, Maxie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maxie, what are you doing? Yeah, you smell like shit. You play like shit. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're getting a C in this class. <laughs> no, do a fucking sit up. But what's the shitty attitude? It's like those who those who can't do teach and those who can't teach teach gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. From Annie Hall. I know. You know. I say I don't have. Speaking of gym class, my you asked if I had an anecdote or anything. Mm -hmm. I don't really have an anecdote about gym class, but I do have this memory uh, in gym class that, like, when you're like twelve and you're in middle school and your puberty is beginning to set in. (laughs) Let's just say everyone is beginning to like. Things are developing. Develop, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Oh, that was an exciting time. Every, wasn't it? <laughs> every everyone, everyone is kind of growing up right before your eyes, yeah. and and they, and I remember there was a leg hair for some reason. I was like, okay, 
there was a there was a guy who was sitting right next to me, and he was just really hairy legs, and I'm like 12 years old, and everybody's wondering like, you know, uh, when am I going to start growing a beard? When am I? I don't know. Ball's going to drop. I don't know. What, what would you say? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's like yeah. wondering everything. You know, you're 12 years old. Your hormones are raging. You're going crazy. And I just remember sitting in gym class, and it's just like, and, and actually having this moment of like feeling like my leg hair was not manly enough compared to this guy's leg hair. <laughs> I'm never going to have sitting, enough leg hair. I'm never going to have enough leg hair. Oh. And, and to this day, I'm still pretty not hairy. Well, you're lucky. I, yeah. Well, you know. From the hairy set, and <laughs> looking at my legs right now, I'm wearing shorts. So, you know. I'm a beast. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I, 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 you, you may complain about that, but I can't even grow a beard. I can't even grow a mustache. I can't even grow sideburns. I can grow a little bit of neck hair, no, but, but really just on one side. I will say this. I think I you're, you're, just like, like, your uh, shitty mustache is a good mustache. Though. No, my shitty I, mustache is just sex you don't like mustache. Every mustache to certain people. Like, I just had a regular mustache at one point, and then the, the guy at work is like, nice porn stash. I'm like, no, it's just a mustache. <laughs> I just it like I just feel like I, I I can't even pull off the mustache that I would grow. Yeah, that's a shame. I mean, I I guess it's like sideburns. They're cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like having a beard. I get like these pencil thin. Yeah, you don't. Well, the thing is, it's something Craig lamented about. He never could grow a beard, but now he can. Mm-hmm. It was like all through high school, even most through college, you were like, I just can't grow a beard. I hate it. Mm-hmm. He's very envious of me in growing a beard, but now he can. Grow, it's a thick and lustrous beard. Well, thank you, thank you so much, <laughs> Jim. Thank yeah. you. You know, I do condition it when, it, when <laughs> yeah. I do grow it out. I'm jealous of your facial hair possibilities, Jim. I know, we've talked about this before. Yeah, I know. The possibilities are endless. They yeah. literally are endless. I could do anything with my, yeah. with my beard. Mm-hmm. I actually saw an excellent, uh, just, just to sidetrack the conversation a little bit, I saw an mm-hmm. excellent tweet by, okay, so Kevin Euclid plays for the Red Sox, right? Mm-hmm. Someone yep. has decided to tweet as Euclid's beard. <laughs> uh, he's a ex, he's an excellent goatee. You know, he's a very cha- he's a it's a very uh, lumberjack. Yeah, goatee. he's a robust goatee. Yeah, and so someone has decided. So someone has gone under the pseudonym Beard of Truth and decided <laughs> to tweet as speaking from the voice of Uke's beard, and it just like tweets like, yeah, you know, Uke hit that single over the right, you know, single to right. Because I told him to, you know, that's a, that's, a that's a horrible thing to say, but like, you know, like that, kids, that's, that's not a funny joke. His tweets are very funny, always very funny, and I love following him. But he, fought, he said something that was like there was a it was a spectrum of beards, and it was like from like, and it wasn't it wasn't judgmental, but it was just like basically drawing pictures on heads of all the different beard styles that you could possibly have. And I heard the handlebar mustache referred to as the Hulk. For the first time, which oh, I think Hulk is Hogan? interesting. Yes, and, and Hulk Hogan. Huh. And that's how it was listed. I just thought that that was a very interesting thing, and I thought I would well, ask that you That's been a, a, a name for the shape that I've... There's been a lot of controversy, because I had that mustache. In fact, I have that mustache on my driver's license. Mm-hmm. And awesome. I refer to it as the handlebar mustache, because I think it looks like handlebars on a motorcycle or a bike. Mm-hmm. But other people call that a Fu Manchu, I and then they say... That. But I thought the Fu Manchu was more of like a goatee-ish sort of thing. In the hand, they say the handlebar is like when you have the, the curly cue, like yes, yeah, wax. I'm not, I'm not sure of the, the the specifics and the truths of that. I don't know. I, I, don't I know. believe either, but I just thought like that little the Hulk Hogan. It looks like handlebars on a bike. So like that's why it's yeah. a handlebar mustache. I, mm-hmm. it, I I'd heard it referred to. I heard also. I've heard it both ways. I've also heard that the Fu Manchu is is the 
the mustache that is just a mustache, but the hair is grown out and sort of waxed into. Yeah, it's the same long, shape, but it's long. Into like it's long a, hair is coming off the sides of your mouth. Yeah, the, the ends of the mustache. That's what I think it is. And that, that's well, it's. I'm not saying one way or the other definitively. I'm just saying I've also I've also heard that. And not being able to grow facial hair myself, I'm not. It's yeah. not even like you're just a fan. I'm just, it's just, it's I'm more just a fan. Of, of, yeah. Oh, facial just hair. a fan. Boy. But that would make sense. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah. like the old, like the, the, the Chinese martial arts master, like the big, long, wispy mustache. That, like, it's the same shape as the handlebar, that's but it's not like whiskers Manchu, all the way down. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's the Fu Manchu. Yeah. So I think, I think that's the answer. I think we settled it. We've done this a number of times. What is it? Like 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 the the issue has been settled. Yeah, we we the, should get you a gavel. The yeah. matters I would love a gavel. Yeah. I think that could be like kind of your stick. How that be my so, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Turn the issues that we, we kind of work out. So <laughs> the jury has spoken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah we'll, we'll, maybe we'll try to do that in future episodes if we want to. Maybe yeah. not. We'll introduce we'll the gavel yeah, as a gimmick. Jim as judge. Which is Jim. Which I I'm I'm wary of giving him that much power. <laughs> Chelsea. I will become drunk with that amount of power. That you're giving. But I think at this point, you yeah, we'll become drunk anyway. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, that's a good that's a good uh, joke to hey. take a break oh. on, and then we'll come back and uh, and you know try to figure out what why exactly we did this. That's I like that. Get some lessons. <laughs> All right. So life is a funny thing. In the, <laughs> yes, it's a rich tapestry. And, and the thing with life is you you, you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. And what did we learn today, um, Craig? Well, were you paying attention in class today, Craig? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I think that life is full of possibilities for adventure. But also, you should have some maturity and be wary and sometimes follow signage. Yes. So yes. it could save certainly. your life. Certainly. Yes, you should... Um, it's good to explore, but it's also good to follow rules because you don't want to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, because rules are most rules are there to help you or to help others. Yes, uh, yeah, I mean, and I'm not talking about those clowns up in Congress. <laughs> <laughs> what about clowns? <laughs> right? <laughs> How about that weather out there? <laughs> it is cold, hot. <laughs> I also learned that maybe. Uh, if you have a if you have a son, you should throw the football around in the backyard a little bit. Maybe yeah, you'll learn how to catch a little bit. You, you don't want your son. You don't want your son to turn out like Craig Mann. Yeah, you don't want him to get embarrassed. <laughs> well, if you have an older son who's already very well equipped, yeah. you who just wants, assume you did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> who wants to hang out with the uh, you know with the gay ass younger son who's watching X Files yeah. in his room? <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying your dad did a bad job. I was just, you know, maybe he did the best. He did the football. best he could with what he had. <laughs> he could only polish a turd. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Well, you know, kind of a, a mix uh, or combining themes. I went on a nice road trip with my dad, and uh, oh, like right. you did with your brother. So, you know, if you if you don't end up liking to play. Football or teaching your your uh, your fag son how to uh, you know, how to play. Well, I was just kidding. Oh, sorry, faggy. What son. a ninny. <laughs> what a, a Nancy, a dandy. Uh, you know, an X Files fan. That, uh, but you could still end up hanging out with them and spending time, and uh, you know, it doesn't always have to be about sports. Yeah, you know? Family you go, road you, trips are good. Yeah, or fun. or if you just go with your dad. You know, I just went with my dad, and we you know checked out various. Uh, 
historical sites, Gettysburg and um, Deadwood, and you know that's cool. I would certainly say that that yeah, road trips. I I could not even just family road trips. I would recommend solo road trips because I also did a lot of driving on that mm-hmm. trip. On that during that extended three month time, I drove to Portland to Seattle and beautiful to there. Alaska by myself and came back down. I've done a lot of traveling by myself and I highly recommend that. I also highly recommend traveling with friends. I'm sure you gentlemen could speak to that yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to say road trips uh, are excellent voyages of self-discovery and um, lifelong relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't done a crazy <laughs> road trip in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think the longest road trip I've been on is like driving to San Francisco like Years ago. It's like the oh, longest recently, trip I've yeah, done. Up there. You know, I've driven to Vegas and stuff, but that's not. I mean, I would not yeah, call that a. I mean, technically, it's a road trip, but really, I mean, I haven't had a trip where I had to sleep overnight on the way since I drove to LA. I mean, that's yeah, me neither. Lauren and I are thinking about going to Big Sur, uh, which I think is that's our our three year anniversary wow. coming up. Wow! And I can't believe that was that's, three years ago you, too that, that you started dating. That's I crazy. Can't believe right? that. Like, that. Yeah, our first date was uh, three years ago, uh, the week of Memorial. Wow. So we just have been usurping Memorial Day weekend as the as the time. Of course, that makes it hell to travel because everybody wants yeah. to take vacations on Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. However, it is fun because you get that extra day off. That's uh, true. So uh, yeah, but I think that's the, the yeah, truth. And Remember the, that, kids. Just about yeah. just about. Uh, so plan your anniversaries and your relationship things yeah. <laughs> on days that aren't holidays, <laughs> so you can make full take full advantage of the celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, but but I think as far as road trips, I'm certainly looking forward to that as a road trip. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. I'm planning on doing a solo one, I think, in the next uh, couple months or so. Oh, yeah. Take some actual, take some time off from work, and uh, that is actual vacation. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, it's gonna well, kick some thing, ass. We deal with that a lot. Where you know, we're we're all from the East Coast, and sometimes like if you if you have a week off and you don't go home, you almost feel guilty about it, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit. You shouldn't feel guilty, but I mean, I know I haven't done any trips that are like. Just for me, I mean, really, I mean that. Yeah, yeah. It's I. Most of the trips that I've taken uh, recently have been trips for family because I don't have any family besides like my cousins and my brother, who I see on a regular basis, who live here, and it's like really the closest family I have is Portland, and so every chance I have to take a trip for something important, it's usually to go to Portland or just to see my family, and I don't mind that at all. I love those trips but mm-hmm. it's rare that there's an opportunity like you said to take a trip for yourself to like do something that isn't like, like hey we're going just, to hawaii you know why not you know yeah. we're going to tijuana yeah although i that's a bad idea <laughs> yeah, yeah, i'm not sure that's a good idea <laughs> even that's a, equal to juarez at this point yeah 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 uh so uh i would love to mm-hmm. but yes and so road trips i would wholeheartedly yeah, thumbs up. I think we got three thumbs up on that one. Three. three oh, maybe six. What are we going to say? Six oh, road up. trips are awesome. <laughs> and uh, And if you want a hilarious prank, just put uh, a milk container underneath someone's locker and leave it for a week. We recommend funny. you do that at work this yeah. week. Yeah. And also, uh, please, 2% milk. Yeah, that, 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 that spoils fast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's extra pungent. Well, I think we did a pretty good job, guys. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy with how this Thanks one for worked having out. Me, guys. I, I'm glad I put in the effort this week. Yeah, me too. I'm glad you really thought it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a full minute before we recorded. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I've really been looking forward to being here for a while, so thank you guys for having me. Oh, totally oh, yeah. oh, oh please uh, uh, tell uh, any plugs. Yeah, let's get some business. Okay, so we'll start lightheartedly first. Uh, I, I tweet at 
LA club scene, LA oh, underscore yeah, club underscore scene. I love this. Uh, I do a, I do a Twitter search, a uh, Twitter and Tumblr blog of the best club sandwiches I can find yeah. throughout Los Angeles. So it's the LA club scene. So if you Google, uh, it's a, a Twitter. I think it's LA underscore club underscore scene, and then it's tw- it's uh, LA club scene dot tumblr dot com. All one word is uh, so you can find me there too. Uh, I give more, that Tumblr four out of four club wedges. Yeah, four out of four <laughs> club it. wedges. And uh, I also, to, more importantly, I tweet. Uh, I do. I do blog about post production. Jim and I are both in the post production. Yes, uh, film industry. You're postman, and postman, if you will. <laughs> you will. And so, so uh, I do uh, some. I do lots of blogging about post, and I have uh, a lot of associates and people like that who uh, who I enjoy reading. And you can find out about them. On the website, and you can see the things I'm working on, and you can see what I'm thinking about, and mm-hmm. you can see uh, all the stuff I like that relates to post and job stuff mm-hmm. on that website. Where was so, the website? Oh, sorry, <laughs> robgwilson.com. Rob G R O B G W I L S O N is is the site, and you check can go it there out. Find it all. I don't know a lot about post, but I've read the post. I think you're a good writer, so I've been. It's compelling. Thank you. It Thank is you. compelling. It's good stuff. I don't know yeah. about post, but I've read the posts. <laughs> oh, yeah, different not, definitions of post. I'm not particularly eloquent, but I certainly have a voice. Let's just yeah, let's yeah. just say that you know I'm not I'm, not, I'm no expert, but I have certainly have opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, if and you want to uh, yes, send us some emails. We're at oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at oldmenpodcast. We have a Facebook page. I'm not sure what the URL is, but you can search Old Men on the Mountain. Mm-hmm. And we also have oldmenonthemountain.tumblr.com, but you probably already knew that, or you and, have us on iTunes. And also all, yeah, and all of our episodes are available on iTunes. We've got four, we're going to have yeah, 14 at this point, so feel free to pick and choose, have some fun, listen to them all, or you know, listen yeah. to the ones you wish. And, you know, and, and, like give and us if a you have rating, time, yeah, give us a rating or a review. Yeah, it was a pleasure this week. Yeah, this is a, this is a good this is a good Sunday afternoon. Yeah, certainly we really did it. We, Thanks, we, guys. We've we've done it. Congratulations to us. Yes, come on, Shay. Come on, Shay. Mm-hmm.